you will often find, especially if you're listening to like reggaeton yes. or even some like bachata music, the way in which the word is like written on the page, you'll listen to it and you'll <laughs> it say, doesn't this is sound like that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, the same yeah. thing. Girl. I'm so sorry, like, but what I'm hearing is not what is on yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Not everyone speaks proper. Yeah. In the same way it's that the same in we English. don't speak yeah. proper yeah. English. The Queen's you know, English. 100%. <laughs> Hola a todos. Welcome back to another episode of Hermosas Chicas Negras with your hosts, Paula, Diane, and Ayo. Your amigas en línea here to keep you encouraged and accountable on your journey to mastering Spanish conversational fluency. Come on now. I love it. We love it. So today we are here to talk about traditional resources for learning Spanish. So mm -hmm. last episode we spoke about, you know, for visual and auditory learners. Now we're here to talk about traditional resources. You know, we've got the books, you've got the courses, you've got the apps. Mm -hmm. So bringing it to the table, cooking, I said cooking us off, you know, starting <laughs> us off. I was literally cooking us up. I'm um, starting off with this one. I literally, so last, um, last time, Deanne, you mentioned something about even though Paula and I are visual and auditory learners, mm -hmm. we still have other means of yes. learning. So yeah. I definitely still am a big fan of like courses and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So I guess like just to keep it simple, I've got different resource categories, three categories of resources and how I've like learned, like I learn on the journey. So the first thing I would say for me personally are courses. Mm -hmm. Now, two of the courses that I'm actually using at the moment are, um, Framework to Fluency, Erica Ray, and then also Fluent Spanish Academy. So just for context, the reason why, and I'd love to hear more about um, from your perspective yeah. in just a moment, Deanne, but like the reason why I found that courses are so great is because it almost like it gives you like some sort of structure and yes. some sort of curriculum mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it's very easy to just be on the journey and just sort of not know where you're going. Mm -hmm. However, this is why we're recommending stuff that we actually use because finding the right course for you at your right level is really important mm -hmm. because the course that got me here isn't necessarily going to take yeah. me there. Come on. So <laughs> no, I love that. I yeah. Love that. So that's just the first thing to mention. So the first thing um, in terms of my self-study course, so those are the two courses I'm using at the moment. And then the second category that I put this in is like comprehensible input. Mm -hmm. So with that, that's where you have your books, that's where yeah. you have your listening, that's mm -hmm. where you have your podcasts and stuff magazines. like that. Yeah. Magazines, which we're going to unpack in just a moment. Mm -hmm. So that's <laughs> like the comprehensible input. And then the last thing is like the reference material. Ooh. When I first started learning Spanish, I was thinking like, okay, cool. Like, you know, you have to have all of those charts and like mm. you need to go Grandma through charts, like, the, drills. The, the drills and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And whilst it is great to begin with, like when you get to a certain stage and like, and we always say like, if the goal is conversational fluency, get into a certain stage, mm that sort of has to shift. And instead of us studying the grammar book, like, hey, let me open A, B, C, D, E. No, it gets to a place where it's like, it's just reference. So mm. you're reading a book, you're listening to maybe what does that word mean? Then you reference it. That's and good. I found that having those three categories, just really nice and simple. So having my self-study course that I might do, you know, once or twice a week, not every single day at the moment. Um, and then having comprehensible input, which would be or is every single day in some way, shape or form, even if it's just five minutes and then having the reference material. And that's mm -hmm. what I've really found to help with the traditional learning style. Yeah. I mean, I have a question. So mm -hmm. you just mentioned a couple of courses that you're doing kind yeah. of, um, you know, depending on what 
frequency they need to be. Yeah. But how many courses would you recommend? Obviously, I'm not a course person. This one. Yeah. <laughs> but how many recommend? How, how many courses would you recommend to people that are kind of academic based learners to be on? That's I love good. that. I would definitely. That's a great question. I would definitely say no more than two. So for context, the framework to fluency course. The only reason why I have the second course is because of the framework to fluency. The framework to fluency course was basically for me getting that structure, how mm -hmm. to plan my days, how to set smart goals, because that's another thing. Like I am a goal oriented person. So I needed to have like a specific goal that I was working to, you know, successfully delivered on the public yes. speaking workshop um, in Me for girls in Mexico on the 23rd of April, which was amazing. It was that course that allowed me to have the framework. Yeah. So, but then with the um, Fluent Spanish Academy course, what that helps me do is learn Spanish through stories, but mm -hmm. in a structured way. Yeah. So that's what I'd say. So definitely not more than one or two, because the framework to fluency, I don't use that course every day. That yeah. was just the launch pad to get me through, but I'll often use it as reference to say, oh, okay, I'm feeling a bit demotivated. Let me go and look back on mm -hmm. why I set yeah. this goal. So that's it's sort good. of like a refresher course for me. Yeah, um, that's really, in really good. Case. So yeah, that's what I'd say. I would say that's really, I think that's a really good point because when it comes to, I think the issue that many people find with tra traditional or academic style learning mm -hmm. is there's so much out there, they get overwhelmed. <sighs> yes, yes. Like, Yes. should I do this thing because this person he got he was fluent in three yeah. months should I do this thing because they said that this is the best book to buy yeah. should I do this should I do that so it's very easy to get overwhelmed and yeah. I think that that's what turns a lot of people away from yes. an academic style of learning if that's not their yeah. usual forte yeah. so I think you have to be mindful of just pick one yeah literally just pick and one start. and yeah. start and if it fits it fits and if it doesn't that's when you decide to change yeah. because it's not you can't have everything at once yeah. like just try one thing yeah one course yeah one book yeah see if that works for you and if it doesn't then you can move on and yeah. i know that that's something that i had to learn like yeah. when i tell you guys if you could see what my bedroom looks like right i have a desk full of books right, right. for spanish Books that I've bought in Spanish about Spanish grammar. Books that I've bought in English about Spanish grammar. Verb yeah. drills, grammar <laughs> drills. Hundred, the, the thousand most used words in Spanish. Yeah. Because when I was a beginner, I was just like, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. Let me get everything. Because you're, you said this is good, I'll get this. You yeah. said this is good, I'll get this. But it's really, really important to just try one thing yeah, and go from there. So for me, that one thing was magazines. Yeah. When I moved to Spain, um, which if you're not familiar with season one, I spoke a little bit about my move to Spain. I lived in Madrid for 10 months. Um, and during that time, what I did for like reference outside of, outside of speaking like with my host family, I lived with the host family, but at work, I wasn't actually allowed to speak Spanish. So I had to oh, be, yeah, yeah, I had to be really, really intentional about consuming Spanish content right. and making sure that my input outside of living life was in Spanish, right? Right. So what I did was I um, bought magazines from Cosmopolitan España <laughs> and it was really, really fantastic for me because it not only showed me the vocabulary that mm. people were using, the local vocabulary mm. yeah, that people true. were using. And it also allowed me to see how Spanish is used in real life context. Same. Because I think that a lot of, 
not it's not an issue especially when you're learning when you're learning the basics when mm -hmm. you're learning how sentence structure works in mm -hmm. spanish it's important to have that foundation of maybe a grammar book for example mm -hmm. however when you get out into the real world you'll see that there are disparities between how mm, this sentence yeah. is made here and how it's made here yeah because not everyone speaks mm -hmm proper yeah in the same way it's that the same in we English. don't speak yeah. proper yeah. English the Queen's you know, English 100% <laughs> so I would definitely say for me magazines have been so so good and now because obviously I, I don't live in Spain anymore so um, what you I don't, did what anymore? I don't live in Spain anymore oh okay I you said you don't spend anymore <laughs> no like, no what? no I don't live in Spain anymore so what I've done is I subscribe to their online newsletter because yeah, 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 yeah. Spain yeah. has a website so, so I good. get the I think it's like weekly emails from them which gives me the content in a digestible way as well. So yeah. good. So it's good. very, very small. So you have to, if you are using the more traditional or academic style of learning, it's really, really important to know that you don't have to do everything at once. You don't have yes. to take in everything at once. Yes. And you can you can learn in a way that is digestible for Same. you. Mm -hmm. Because it's not every day that I'll have an hour to be sitting here and doing Spanish learning yep. drills. Yeah. So having that magazine and and I guess online resources as an, as an option yep. has been so imperative in my Spanish journey. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. So and just piggybacking off what you just said, I really love that because even when you're um, thinking about what reference material you're going to have, even writing down why you want to try that one thing, mm. because it's so easy to, you've decided you're going to try this one thing, but then you watch another YouTube video and then That's you want to jump on that. That's but good. then if you remind yourself why you started mm. that, That's then good. it then, you know, puts you in a disciplined place where you're not jumping on what's popping and what everyone else is doing, because you know, you're doing this for your particular mm. um, learning style and yourself. So I'd say, um, no, that's good. Yeah, definitely. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Yeah, hundred percent. As far as books, did you guys? Because we already know if you watch season one, your girl loves a book. Your girl <laughs> loves a book. That is just a bit of me. I love but that. But before I go into like my spiel regarding books, did you guys have any sort of, I guess, physical materials that you used, books, courses, whatever the case may be, on your journey, especially as a beginner versus now? So I don't read books in Spanish. I'm an avid book reader, but not in Spanish. But mm -hmm. a, a, a written thing that I enjoyed is song lyrics. Like, <gasps> yes, I love yes, a bit of music. Yes, yes, yes. And we're planning to maybe make some content for socials about like yeah. songs in Spanish. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, like even just how the Spotify app gives you like the lyrics of mm -hmm. songs. That feature. So good. Amazing. Oh my so gosh. Good. I literally hear, I'm so here for it. And I need yes. all the artists to quickly go back yes. and buy 100%. your lyrics. No, seriously. Um, seriously. And then also like, I'll just Google lyrics and stuff like that. Because yeah. sometimes I will hear songs. I do listen to quite a lot of Spanish worship mm -hmm. and Spanish um, CHH, which is Christian hip hop. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm like, what, what are they saying? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. and I'll just go and check out the lyrics. The lyrics. So that's so definitely good. a written way. And I had mentioned in, in the um a previous episode in the previous episode about um using like visual and audio related things mm -hmm. um that is mainly my learning style mm -hmm. anything i watch usually has subtitles so and that's in english anyway as well mm. so same likewise anything i watch in spanish or anything i listen to in spanish usually has subtitles because i love to be able to like as someone who is dyslexic, I love to be able to use multiple senses mm. whenever Ooh. I'm doing anything. So if okay. I am listening to a lyric, I want to be able to read it as yeah. well yeah. and see it. So yeah, that's like my visual, like my written, but yeah. I'm not really, I'm not, I don't think I'm at the stage yet where I can actually like 
Unless it's like children's books. I don't mm. think I can fluently like read, 100%. which is a good, good thing. Yeah. I don't think I can fluently read a like fiction book yet. Yeah. But 100%. Oh, the, yeah. Sorry, I was just going to say on the point of music, I think what you said was so key in terms of not just listening to it, but seeing it at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you will often find, especially if you're listening to like reggaeton yes. or even some like bachata music, the way in which the word is like written on the page, you'll listen to it and you'll it say, doesn't sound like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah, the same yeah. thing. Girl. I'm so sorry. Like, but what I'm hearing is not what is on the yeah, 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 But yeah. I think it's really, really good because it teaches you not only how it's spoken naturally, but mm-hmm. it allows you to mimic, especially yes. if you've chosen a dialect. Yeah, yeah. mimic yeah. the Listening to music within um, either from someone who speaks that same dialect mm-hmm. or the genre of music yeah. from that dialect yeah. will so it will help you so so yes. much in making sure that even when you're pronouncing things when you're speaking when you're singing along you're actually going to sound near native yes and you know piggybacking off what both of you said i've literally started writing out song lyrics oh. so for example like the two songs that i literally wrote out the lyrics so i'm practicing my writing i'm practicing my reading and i'm practicing my listening And I found that as I'm writing out the song lyrics, like those are sentences I'm learning to say. Like I had this realization just the Mm -hmm. other day that there's no word that I want to actually say that hasn't already been said before. That's so good. So it's like, for example, like just understanding that we don't have to reinvent the wheel here. Like the language Mm. already exists Mm -hmm. in its beautiful form. It's like seeing it in its context and song lyrics are a perfect way to do that. Like you have little phrases and stuff like that. So that's been really amazing. And that then if we're able to write it, there's a writing and speaking connection between the two. So, 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 so good. I would say on the point of books, because I think you made a really, really good point. When we speak about books, there are two kind of forms or styles of books that we could be talking about. Mm -hmm. Are you reading like a fiction, nonfiction, or are you reading like a teaching resource? Because I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people, when they think of academic style learning, they're thinking of teaching resources and materials. But that doesn't always have to be the case. Of course, for me, me, I love them both. But <laughs> for that's not for everyone, you yeah. know. So I would say for those who are looking for actual teaching materials, I would say I got a little list for you guys. Um, <laughs> and I, they'll all be in the description. Yes, they will so. all be in the description with the link so you can go and purchase. But one thing that I really loved was Spanish Made Easy. Um, I think I was watching a, a YouTuber speaking about, they were a language learner themselves. Right. And I think in this case, it was, very very good for me to hear from someone who was also learning the language Mm -hmm. because sometimes it can be a bit more overwhelming when you are reading like if you're a native speaker of course in most cases the grammar to you will come naturally Naturally, you've learned it so getting resources from a native speaker may not always be the easiest to understand but for someone who was also learning this language this book has been so so good in terms of it breaking down the material Mm. so digestibly and so easily that even in English I'm able to see the kind of connections so when it comes to now speaking Spanish it makes things a lot easier for me so good and then the last one which actually is so I think for me it has a special place in my heart it's um and you guys are gonna laugh but it's the Collins um Spanish phrase book and dictionary (laughs) and the reason yeah not Collins (laughs) no literally the book is maybe about this big like Mm -hmm. it's tiny and I bought it 
when I first decided, oh yeah, I'm going to start like learning Spanish seriously. And I went into WH Smith and you know how they, how they have like the travel section. Yeah. It was a part of the travel section and it was like £2.50. So I bought it and it was actually so, so, so good. Mm-hmm. Like it had a lot of um, phrases specifically regarding like traveling. So if okay, I was going to good. go yeah. on holiday, like um, this is my reservation. Uh, how do I get from A to B? Mm-hmm. And I think for beginners... That was so, so good. And it had a vocabulary section in the back. Honestly, I think I'm going to repurchase it because just the nostalgia alone <laughs> is enough for me to go and repurchase this No, but seriously, like... Do you have a table for two? Yeah. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> like, it was my first... Para dos personas. personas por favor. That's we what we're going to We love it. We love to see practice in real time. Come on. In real time. <laughs> but literally, it gave me the foundation mm. and it piqued my interest mm. that then turned into this. A lifelong. A lifelong thing. A lifelong wow. thing. Do you have any specific um, like grammar books or even like just reading, reading books that you guys used? So reading books at the moment, I am really just reading my Bible. And I know that might sound a bit boring, but it's really me reading my Bible because the books that I want to be reading at the moment, not all of them are available in Spanish. Mm-hmm. So something that, so that for context, the type of books that I typically tend to read, like when I look on my reading list, most of them are spiritual growth books. And then the other half are um, marriage books. And then the other half are... Uh, personal development books I'm saying mm. half you know that's three this really but <laughs> the, different sections right categories should I yeah. say so because those are generally my categories before I want to get a book in English I'll typically get it in Spanish um, sorry before good. I want to get it in English sorry I'll check if it's available in Spanish and just for the majority of content that I'm consuming yeah. they're not, not in available. Spanish yeah. it's not available so um, my Bible is like the constant thing that I do read by mm. God's grace every day. And I'm trying to be um, reading it every day. So it's just like, do you know what? I'll don't try to overcomplicate it. Cause another thing that we always speak about is Spanish being a part of our life. Because yeah. before I used to think, okay, cool. Um, I'm learning Spanish. Um, nine to 10 AM. I'm learning Spanish. Mm. The other hours of the day I'm English. So it's like where I started incorporating it into mm, my day. Really it was a complete mindset shift. So I would say that's the constant book that I yeah. read all the time. And then, um, yeah, that's what I'd say in terms I of I actually really love that though, because we've all done like, I remember way, way back, like at the beginning, we did like a devotional. I tried yeah. to beg you guys to do the devotional. Yeah. Yeah. No. I remember no, that. She was really, really on it. Like, she was I'm really on it. Because I'm a huge version Bible app yeah. person. Like that's like my staple. So I remember being like, guys, we should do this. And you guys were like, um, we already read our Bible. I was like, oh, I was get so done. Together. Like, yeah, but it's really useful. Mm, like yeah, it's really an easy good. way to do it as well. Really, really like, good. But you said about, you actually bought one a physical yeah, Bible. Yeah, I did. Recently. I did. Oh, you got your yes. physical one. It's an NLT study Bible. So, so literally in Spanish, in Spanish yeah. commentary, wow. everything in Beautiful. Spanish. Yeah. Mine doesn't have commentary. Comment. Wow. Commentary. No, I can't speak English. English. <laughs> commentary. It doesn't have the commentary section. Yeah. But I think I was actually first because obviously we followed each other for yeah. yonks. Yeah. But I saw on your stories ages ago you had like i don't know if it was the bilingual Parallel bar- yeah, yeah, yeah bible and that was the first time that i'd even thought why do i not get my bible in spanish, spanish. Yeah. like yeah. i think at least when it comes to in my mind and do let me know if you guys think the same way whenever i think of like books or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be in spanish i always think of study and study in isolation yeah. but even doing the devotional showed me even 
when it comes to study, you don't have to do that in isolation. Even go. if you're doing that's it really using good. a traditional resource. There we go. Like, really good. Absolutely. We're all about community, community and that doesn't have to stop when Absolutely. it comes to learning a language. Absolutely. You know, when you think of studying or even just when you think of traditional resources, what does your mind first picture? Because I think that when it comes to learning in a more traditional way, people can be, be off put yeah. without actually giving it a chance yeah. because we do think of learning traditionally means I'm learning like how I learned in school, school. Yeah, and I didn't yeah, learn yeah. the language at school I yeah. came away not knowing anything so therefore it's not gonna work yeah you know so yeah. do you guys have you had that experience first and foremost and would you say that it has been useful to you in any sort of way do you want to go that's a big question yes I've had that experience and that's probably why I would say I'm not academic in mm. that sense or like I'm not an academic learner mm. but I find that like I'm quite competitive. So mm. learning language in community has been really useful for that. Yeah. Um, so I don't really do it too much with Spanish. Um, I still kind of learn Spanish in, by myself, but Ibo is another language I'm learning. Mm. Um, it's a Nigerian language, um, mainly typically of the Ibo people in the Southeast of Nigeria and other West African countries. And um, I learn Ibo with a group of other British Ibo kids, like young people. We We, all are at the same stage mm. of like not knowing the language and we're all <laughs> learning together and because we're all at the same stage we're all quite competitive with each other it's all very mm. friendly competition and our Ibo teacher is like in Nigeria mm. um, it's online and so learning in that group has yeah. been super yes, super super useful mm. um, and I think even though that's very academic it's very much a PowerPoint presentation that we yeah. all write mm. and stuff I typically control the PowerPoint so I'm yeah. the one typing mm. out the things and you know um, the teacher will ask me stuff and I'll be yeah. doing it. Yeah. I found that quite useful, even though typically that's not the way I would choose to learn yeah. independently. Mm -hmm. yeah. But it has definitely been an added element that's really useful to me. And I think yeah. that is why I did want us to do that like devotional together. Yeah. Yeah. The devotional yeah. was going to be in, is in Spanish. Yeah. Um, I found that like when you guys would put your comments and stuff, mm -hmm. it really made me, it forced me to actually like, what does this mean? Yeah. Because if good. I'm by myself, I'm like, oh, I don't know yeah. what this means. I just keep going. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But if the mm -hmm. other people are there, they're like, so Paula, what do you think? I don't know what I think. Now yeah. I have to go and find out what you actually said. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we want to talk about the Netflix party that we had. Yes. And basically we watched um, a film together, a Spanish film. Mm -hmm. um, what was it called again? It was called, Ahí you've got cargo. this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Say it in Spanish. Ahí te cargo. And in English, you've cargo. got this. Cargo. <laughs> in English, and it's, um, it was Mexican. Say yeah. yeah, yeah. In English, it was. <laughs> like, in English, was, you've got this. <laughs> yeah. And um, we watched it on Netflix and we basically had like the Netflix like party, whatever thing is called on, on the um, app. And mm -hmm. you like write comments. And I remember like a character came on and Deanne said something, mm. something like, oh, I don't trust him or he seems yeah. shady or whatever in Spanish and you could see when someone's typing and obviously I wasn't typing <laughs> because I was really copying and pasting into Google like what does that even mean like, I'd never so seen done. this phrase before mm -hmm. and then yeah. Deanne like put a message with like in brackets this is what it means and I was just like oh thank god but like even just things like that I think yeah. were just really useful in terms of using community in yeah. your in your language learning yeah, but yeah, I think really good. it's very different because in my head community in relation to traditional learning feels normally like a class mm. or like a sit down structure mm. and I think that was something I'm not really actively like personally mm. isn't doesn't really yeah. work for me yeah no definitely yeah. question Paula have you ever because this is something I actually learned from Ricky Bilingue blogs mm. right have you ever when you're um, trying to understand something typed in on the word on Google and then significado um, 
Do I do that? Not really. Okay. I only just started doing that. To be I fair. do it the other way around. I'll be like, yeah. "Hey Siri, what does didada mean uh, in Spanish? What does didada mean in Spanish? Or how do you okay. say didada in Spanish? Okay, or I'll okay, type okay. it in Google, like, what does this mean in Spanish? Yeah. And then like read stuff on that. Yeah. Okay. But I don't do it the other way around. I think because I I have quite I have quite good. Um, I can perceive things quite well. So right. I normally can kind of based on context be understand what's yeah. going on. So okay. I don't I don't I won't specifically go like yeah. word, word by word. Yeah. 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 And I think that is a trait of being dyslexic as well, because mm. there is specific like um software that actually helps you focus in more on the reading and the words. Right. Because Good. with like well, I don't want to speak for all people that are dyslexic, but for me, I often read to understand as opposed to reading words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I won't actually clock what the words were used, but I could give you the, the, the gist, gist. Okay. and I could paraphrase okay. it. Yeah. So yeah. someone says to me, oh, what did they say in that story? I couldn't give you the exact words, <laughs> but I know what they but said. I know what happened. And so yeah. it's, it's the same, I think. That's probably why I do like okay. do that and the other way around. Yeah. No, that the, makes re- sense. the reason why I ask is because Loki, remember we've been saying, I need to do this whole dyslexia Please, thing. It's, but expen- like- it's expensive though, but do it. <laughs> but like the reason why I ask is because because um, one thing that I learned from Ricky is I used to do that a lot. But then he was like, in terms of actually going deeper in the Spanish language, that mm-hmm. if you understand the concept of it in Spanish. Mm-hmm. So if you like, mm-hmm. I don't know, say, for example, yeah. it says comida. And then you're like, we're like um, comida significado. We're getting the context, but instead of in English, in Spanish. In Spanish. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. found that that was like a huge thing that's helped. So I just wanted to know if that was something that you... No, that's really good. Um, that's did you say that's something that you've done yeah, before? Yeah, it is something that I've done before. I would say for um, words, are like for isolating words within a specific context, it had been really helpful. But I think sometimes for me, what I found hard was looking up new words. So what I did in conjunction with that is... I would look up the word and go on Google Images. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I've yeah. done that really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, look that. up whatever the word is and the image will come up. So also that helps with yes. not translating it in my head. When yeah. I see it, I'm going to associate it with the Spanish yeah, word. Yeah, that's so good. Wow, that's really I good. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never thought that. It, I got it from Ricky. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. got Ricky, it from Ricky. He was keeps, really yeah. giving the keys. Really, yeah. really giving the keys. Definitely. Um, I would say just to run back to books quickly mm-hmm. outside of the like Spanish made easy and the grammar books another really really big resource much like the bible that we were using like in our devotional is just normal like fiction books mm-hmm. so when I was in Spain I made it a point to buy some fiction books that were in Spanish and for me that was very very daunting because yeah. I was like this is a whole a whole novel a yeah, whole novel a whole actual there's novel. a lot of words in this yeah. thing you know and at the beginning it was a lot of just like highlighting mm-hmm. words that i didn't know and half the sentence could have been highlighted but that's really the way in which i learned so mm-hmm. a couple of the books that Wait, i you actually highlighted the physical book yeah I'm itching. 100%. You wrote in the book. I would even write the word on top. 100%. And that's also why I don't loan books. I never used to get my books messy, but I realised it it needs to become part of the process. It needs to become part of the process. For Spanish learning specifically... That is what I would do. You guys do. write I in write your physical in Bibles. English. I've started 100%. doing that. I, started, <gasps> I never used to. But you Paula, don't. Paula, we're supposed to get into it. I highlight it. I don't, I don't write in the book. No, I, I write in it. I started doing you, it. I never used if to. If you open my Bible, you would see words. words all around yeah, the yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just... Do you know what? I, do, <laughs> I used to... love that for you. I used to be so neat with it, but I was just like, I are... How... Like, it's almost like you need to get into it. I get into it, but like... I'm a prayer journal type person. I write everything down. But do you know what? For me, the reason why I also did that in the Spanish books was because 
I would be able to see it as I'm reading the reading thing. Reading it, yeah, So yeah, if yeah. I forget, like if if I forget and I haven't done like the retention things of for me, which it would be would have been flashcards or something mm-hmm. like that, okay. writing them out, scripting them. Mm-hmm. I would need to actually see the word because I'm not gonna lie. I can be very lazy. It's not every day I'm going to be typing in what does this word mean or picking up the dictionary, <laughs> yeah, yeah, even yeah. if it's beside my bed. Let's talk about I would, the real. <laughs> 100%. I don't want to be doing that. So yeah. if I write it down on top of the word that's already there, yeah. it's there. So yeah. I can actually see it. That's so I did fair. that with um, El Diario de Anna Frank, which mm-hmm. is um, Anne Frank's diary or the diary of Anne Frank. Yeah. Yeah. But Diane, can yeah. I say something about, because in sure. response to what you said earlier about how do you read, I feel like we haven't even given context for how to read. Mm. Because I feel like, like, I don't know, maybe we're assuming mm. that everyone listening, watching can read. So like, I know we had a conversation about this mm. in the group chat in terms of actually reading. So I find that, for example, actually reading to begin with, literally saying the words out loud. Because no, good. in terms that's of good. like in your mind, even having that connection of like, what do these words mean? Mm. And like, actually you see the word and like, this is why when it comes to reading at the beginning, we're not starting with these novels, personal development yeah, books. Mm-hmm. Forgive us if we've gone like all the way, like to like, you know, the other end, let's come back to more say, for example, like, you know, beginner and like where we actually started from. But like, if the resources that we, you would use, you might use kid books. It mm-hmm. might be, for example, bite-sized newsletters that yep. you were mentioning. Just stuff that are coming in short forms That's or like good. a devotional. Because the reason why it needs to be so um, a, a short piece of a small piece of information, because the process is very challenging. It's mm-hmm. it's a lot of like mind battle. Like for example, mm-hmm. what does this mean? Como se dice? Understanding the context. Mm-hmm. So if we're doing it in bite-sized pieces. P- I said pieces. <laughs> wow, that was really something. Like if you're doing it in bite-sized pieces, then it's like more achievable and then it doesn't yeah. feel like this overwhelming really mountain. Yeah. So in terms of like how to actually read, the process starts by um, you know, even starting to either read in your mind and then get to a place where you're reading it out loud. So mm-hmm. then you can basically connect and then over time progressively doing this and consistently doing this then it just becomes a fluid process where you're just reading like Mm -hmm. you do in English and that's what I would say has really helped I would say on that point one thing that I've actually experienced when it comes to reading is if I'm reading to study Mm -hmm. I will read out loud Mm -hmm. if I'm reading to enjoy I will read in my mind yeah 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 it's kind of like the same in English yeah If I'm focusing on saying the words, I'm focusing on like my pronunciation, my diction, Mm -hmm. all of that kind of stuff. So I could read the sentence and know nothing about what's been said. (laughs) But if I'm reading in my mind, I can actually enjoy the story. So so if you do decide to like read, whether it be a Bible, whether it be a fiction book, whatever it may be, a Mm -hmm. newsletter, don't- Or a kid's book. Or a kid's book, (laughs) or a kid's book. I would say be mindful of- um, the way in which you're processing the information mm-hmm. and give yourself grace if you're like, I've read this entire sentence and, and I don't understand. Yes. <laughs> literally, I don't understand anything that's been said because yeah. it is a mental process. There's a yes. lot that's going on internally yeah. as well as what's going on yeah. externally. So Absolutely. 100%. But that was really, really good because that's we definitely so did assume that people yeah. knew how to read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, two and, it, and it's a humble, pro- like we're all yeah. on the journey. We're mm-hmm. all learning. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. But you were saying about, so you yeah. mentioned the first book. So uh, Anne Frank's Diary was the first book. The second book, which is actually my favorite because it was written in like a very much like a blog style. Oh, nice. okay. um, it's called La Vida es una Verbena and it's actually Ooh. 
by a woman who is, I believe, like a writer and a blogger. And she was speaking about how she transitioned from living in the city to living like in the country with her husband mm -hmm. and like um, valuing the small things in life. So la, vi oh, la vida es una verbena means um, life is and the verbena is a, is a type of flower. So like okay. the, enjoying the simple things oh, in life. Love so loved, loved. I got that um, from one of my colleagues in Spain when I was there. She lent me her book. Right. And then I literally asked for it for a present for yeah. my birthday because I was like, no, I must have this in my collection. Oh, that's must sweet. have it in my collection. Is there any others? I have a couple of like different um, in the same vein of the bilingual Bibles, the mm -hmm. parallel Bibles, you can definitely get books um, like, you? yeah, Penguin has a book of like short stories in Spanish that has Spanish on one side, <gasps> English on another. Yeah. That's Amazon baby. Me, you know? Amazon baby, but <laughs> we'll link it. Yeah, we'll link it in mm. the description. But I would say, yeah, that's been the big, I would definitely say reading for me has been a really, really big part of my journey because I'm a reader in general, yeah. you know? Yeah. And if you're not a reader, because I never used to be a reader, there's a possibility that you can get to be a reader. And like Paula and I, reading, like song lyrics, just to say, oh, yeah, is no. a form of reading. 100%. Like, it's not like, like, yeah, let me not go too deep into this, but it's not like reading, oh my goodness, okay, I have to get a dictionary and, you know, no, 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 start no, no, from no. it. Like reading, you can listen to it, look at it yeah. at the same yeah, time, you know, using different senses, that is still you reading. So 100%. yeah. 100%. One, oh, definitely. I was going to even say like, just even in terms of apps. Yeah, I was just mm. literally... Um, a lot of my reading for Spanish. So being dyslexic is really interesting because normally you just, you battle words in general. <laughs> but I've just found that I have grown in a profession that is all about words and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And um, what has helped is the fact that I do a lot of my reading through apps. So mm. a couple of the apps that I've kind of explored and used um, that are a bit more like traditional. We talked about the version Bible app. I read everything um usually in Spanish, my phone being in Spanish. Come on, um, your phone being in Spanish, that's also a form of reading though, yeah, to be fair. Yeah, it's, it's true, because most of the time you know where things are, but it's, yeah. it's, it's also. Um, and then I use the, um, tan or oh, I used to, I don't really use it anymore, but the Tandem app, I don't know mm -hmm. if you, I mentioned it before in series yeah. Yeah. one, but the Tandem app is kind of like, it matches you with um, people that are also learning the language or also or fluent in the language and you can like have conversations and it's really good for practice so I used to use that as well um I was showing Deanne this but there was a there's a Spanish game oh, so yeah. mm -hmm. it's called word up and it's a like word game it's kind of like a, a word search but not exactly the same where you kind of flip words around to make the right mm -hmm. spelling of the word and someone who struggles with spelling is super useful and has oh, honestly yeah. helped mm -hmm. me because so a lot really of good. like Spanish vowels are very different to like <laughs> English vowels <laughs> and I have really struggled in that sense and it's really helped with my spelling in Spanish so that's a really good app um, and again these will all be linked down below so 100%. if you if you want to get on that yeah. and obviously everyone knows about the Duolingo app um, mm -hmm. which just a master you of know, does, a, does a lot um, <laughs> so there's also that option as well I think that's really I don't know if you guys have any more for academic style learners but I think that's all I gotta give I mean they could actually just sign up and go and do a class true that's a very academic True. thing. 100%. True. Like if you want to be taught, because that's another thing. I loved italki. Not I loved, present tense. I still do italki. Like, oh, wow. And I would say for me, changing my approach to italki has just been using a teacher who is dialect specific. Mm -hmm. So right now I'm working with a teacher who is from Dominican Republic. Right. And it has yeah. been so, so good even just in understanding mm -hmm. the dialect and being able to use... Um, phrases slang etc within mm -hmm. that same vein has been amazing and also i would actually say uh, in regards to books 
there are dialect specific dictionaries. I use multiple like online websites of like Diccionario Dominicano. I did okay. not know yeah. that. Did you know that? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. All I know is Spanish dicks. <laughs> Word <laughs> reference. Word Spanish reference. You know. No, yeah, there are. And I think, especially when it comes to like more um, Caribbean Spanish, there is a lot of slang used. Yeah. Like it's very, yeah, it's very, very slang heavy. So I would definitely say that's been another great resource. Love but... That. As we round up from the academic learners, do we have any takeaways, ladies? Well, I'll go then. Um, I think one of my episode takeaways is that even if you're not an academic-based learner, there are definitely some tips of, as to how we learn to school that can be brought into your everyday adult life yeah. that you can help, that can really help you um, learn Spanish in a way that's actually sustainable and effective. That was a... so is really... This really, salt was really so good. Confused me. I was like, what were I actually <laughs> saying? I'm so done. That was so gas. No, I love that. That was amazing, Paula. Uh, my takeaway, I would say, is that study isn't just confined to just the way we think of it in school, which That's is why good. I loved what Paula said, that actually, if you are actively looking at song lyrics if you are mm. actually reading the bible if that's applicable to you if you are actually reading books that are relevant to you if you're on a course that's best suited that's going to give you a structure that is a form of study so that's mm. been my biggest takeaway for today that's really good i would say my biggest takeaway has been academic style learning doesn't have to be done in isolation mm. that's good because really that be. devotional opened up my eyes to yeah. be like wow i like I can study without it being like study, study. you know, because <laughs> I think a lot of people, they're not running away from academic style learning. They're running away from the feeling of I'm studying. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but. And with that being said, yeah. there is a level of discipline that is required. Oh, 100%. Because we haven't gotten to where we've gotten through just vibes. Like, I'm feeling vibes. <laughs> 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. Like, it's not going to make you fluent. So there is that level of intentionality. No, that was really, really good yeah. to round up on. Yeah. So we spoke about visual and auditory resources. We've yes. spoken about academic resources. And in the next episode, baby, we're going to talk about the struggles. Come on. We're going to talk about the struggles. Yes. Hashtag language learning struggles. Hashtag, Hashtag language learning, learning, learning struggles. Yeah. For real. Like, honestly, one of the lovely familia submitted a question to us and we're going to get into the struggles that we had at the beginning, how we yes. overcame them and the struggles that we're even facing now because here we give you the real regarding language Come learning. On. Love it. And we really want to ask you to please sign up to our community list. Honestly, we at the moment, at the time of recording this, we don't have like weekly newsletters that we're sending to our community. But just in case we jump on an Instagram live, we want to let you know. Mm -hmm. Just in case we're going to be at an event, we're hosting an event. We want to let you know. Just in case we're going to do something with some really cool people, we want to let you know. So definitely sign up. The link is down below and also in our bio on Instagram. And speaking of Instagram, make sure to show, to, to follow us. <laughs> make sure to follow us at Hermosas Chicas Negras. Come on. Um, and use the hashtag, hashtag HCN podcast. Yes. We will be on all your favorite platforms. Um, Spotify, mm -hmm. YouTube, yes. Apple uh, Apple Podcasts, yeah. wherever you <laughs> watch us on. Yeah. Um, if you are listening to this on Spotify or Apple, make sure to leave a like rating, yes. a five-star rating yes. if you can. Um, if you're on... Um, YouTube, that's the other one. <laughs> if you're on YouTube, make sure to leave a nice comment for us. We love reading them. Yeah. We love responding. We yes. appreciate you all. Make sure you're subbed to the channel. Share it with Bell your friends. Bell notifications. Bell notifications. And yeah, you'll get notified when every episode drops. Literally. And even our shorts as well. Yeah, because they come nice, grow. They come Some in. nice fun content coming out yeah. as well. Um, but yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, Amazing. me too, man. Excited. Thank you guys for tuning in. And yes. we'll definitely see you in the next episode. Ciao. Ciao.
Ciao. <lacht>